Welcome to the End for Jobs with Pascal. I'm your host. We are here with another episode on small businesses. We hear the conversation urging people to chop small businesses, and I do try my best to do that. But I also want to talk to someone who is doing the work and can break it down to us and tell us what the process is. Before we get started, please do follow us on Instagram and subscribe on both Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. I am here with Debbie. Debbie grew up in South Florida and relocated to the Tampa Bay area in 2017. She worked in hospitality industry as a sales manager and was striving to move up the corporate ladder. With the arrival of COVID, she was let go and left to figure things out on her own. She decided to go back to the first love, her first love, art and creativity. And from there, Debbie's artistry was born. So Debbie is now a full-time artist with her main medium being epoxy resin. And she's going to tell us what that is um, in a second. She creates handmade home decor pieces and she strives to uplift spaces with eye-catching items, bringing beauty and joy to the home of people everywhere, one piece at a time. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know what, Debbie, for your work first caught my attention, maybe, what, was it two years ago? I didn't really understand what the material was. And then sometimes you would post some videos that the video showed the process, but I didn't really understand exactly what resin is. So first, can you tell us, can you tell us about the product that you sell? So what I use is epoxy resin, right? So what epoxy is, it's a two-part liquid system. So we have resin and then we have a hardener. So it's two separate liquids. And when I pour the liquids together in equal parts, I have to mix it. The mixing takes like 10 minutes because I have to make sure it's thoroughly mixed. Mm -hmm. But once I mix it, then I take that and I pour it into my molds. Once I pour it into my molds, it hardens after about, I would say about two days. After the two days, I take it out of my mold and then I continue working on it. But basically, it's a two-part hardener that I use in it. It's called epoxy resin. So it's kind of like in the plastic family once it's uh, done. But but yeah, like you said, I'm a home decor artist. So I make coasters, um, wine stoppers, trays, shot glasses. Like I'm always expanding so I can say this list now in a few months it might be some more things that you'll see on my inventory so you started this two two or three years ago yeah it's going on this summer will be three years three years okay Mm -hmm. so since it's brand new did you always know that you wanted to be a business owner so when I was in high school I started a business I was a hairstylist so I just I would braid my family's hair. And then I started braiding my friend's hair and they, everybody wanted to get their hair braided. So I just started a business that, you know, come over, I braid your hair, you pay me some money. And I just kind of went with the flow like that. And I was like, okay, this is making me money. So I carried this on to when I went to school in Tallahassee. And so I kind of always kind of had that in my mind. And I knew going forward that I wanted to have some kind of business at some point, but I didn't know when or how or what it was going to be so when I was working at the my um the hotel up here in Tampa 
and, you know, COVID came and I got let go, I really just, um, I had always been painting and drawing. So I was like, okay, let me just start putting this online, see if I can sell this because I need to find a way to make some kind of money during this time. So then, you know, people were buying. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Let's see what we can do to push this. And in the midst of that, I saw you know, epoxy resin. I saw people making coasters and bookmarks. And I was like, what is this? This is very glossy. It's very shiny. It made me want to figure it out. So from there, I went to YouTube and I just kept watching, you know, videos on how to make it. And I taught myself and I just been kind of going ever since then. Are you in your office right now? Yeah. Okay. Because behind you, I'm looking at this. What is that behind you? So this is a tray that I made. It's very heavy, but so yes, this very kind of like oceany. Yeah, oh, that's what that is. I wasn't sure if I was looking at the waves or if I was looking at the clouds. Oh uh, yeah. So I kind of made it as waves, kind of like a beach scene. I see this. I kind of yeah. Okay. When first of all, I think it's even more interesting that I get to see it made. Uh, yeah. You know, you can go to a store and then you, you see like 20 items of the same. Mm -hmm. But when you know where it came from, you know that this person made it. And mm -hmm. I think, do you make, do you, do you make anything custom? Yeah, I do custom orders too. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for the sake of the listeners, you make coasters. I know you make keychains. Mm -hmm. Coasters, keychains, wine stoppers, bookmarks. I do um, trays like vanity trays or serving trays. I started doing wine glasses recently and I said shot glasses. Yeah. So I'm so, sure I'm missing something, but those are the main things. I've been on the website and I, I think mm -hmm. I saw a lot more product. Yeah. I have, and I have candle holders, like some things I bring out during the holidays or during the summer. And then there's some that I just have uh, all year. Okay. So next month is Valentine's, Valentine's. Day. So Mm -hmm. And in a second, we can talk about whether or not you have plans on coming out with new products. And right. I think what it makes me think about is, um, I'm going to say this, then we're going to move on into the process of actually starting the business. But I'm mm -hmm. thinking about the shot glasses that we got the groomsmen for my mm -hmm. wedding. Mm -hmm. And I simply just ordered it from somewhere. But now thinking that you can also, do you do that? Do you work with brides or... Yeah. So with brides, like sometimes they'll come to me like after their wedding and say, you know, I have my flowers and I want to preserve them. What can I do? So they either you either ship me your flowers or uh, you could drop them off or I pick them up. And what I have to do is I dry them out. That takes uh, at least two weeks. And then I press them and then I can either put them in a set of posters or um, I did like a bracelet for this one bride. So that way it's kind of like she can wear her bouquet on her arm. Um, or a lot of people like to do trays. So that way they can like, they. it's just, there's just so many possibilities with resin. Once the flowers are dried, as long as I can get the flower flat enough that I can make it into something for you that you can use every day. Hmm. I guess the sad part about that is that I, I didn't keep my bouquet. And ah. I don't, I can't even tell you what happened to my bouquet and it, it was real flowers, but I've kept a bouquet for over 10 years that I caught. Mm -hmm. um, of course it was artificial, 
Yeah, so I've kept mm -hmm. that bouquet for over 10 years. And my own bouquet, I I didn't even keep it. So what? I that I See? it was I don't I, I it was kind of crazy, but I keep my roses. I keep I have roses from 2016 from my husband. I still wow. have actually we probably need to talk. I yeah, have so you guys, I can do something with dry. them if you want. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. And another thing I tell brides is like if if you didn't know about this where you could preserve your flowers, I tell them, why don't you just recreate your bouquet and then I could still do something with it if you if you really wanted something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, uh, do you have that on your website? That's good information to know. It's something I'm going to be adding because I have to revamp my website in the next week. So it's something I'm going to be adding for brides this year. <laughs> okay, well, let's do a PSA now. Husbands, if you're listening to this, you can take a petal or two from right. your from your, your your wife's bouquet and then you can get you can get something done, a necklace or something. I'm free, I'm sure you do other things, right? Like you've been yeah, not necklaces. <laughs> I don't like I like I'll do the bangles, but uh from time to time, but yeah, necklaces and a lot of jewelry. That's a whole nother ball game. But I know mm. someone who can if that's something they want. That they want. Okay. Okay. Right. But otherwise, I I do have a lot of options for them. They just gotta let me know what kind of flowers they have and we can make it work. Yes. Okay, cool. You're doing this full time. Yes. Right? I think it's extremely bold of you, you know, as a mm -hmm. as a business owner, because some people have that fear of not letting go of a certain job and doing the business part time, but you're mm -hmm. a full time artist. So mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are some times where you're questioning, do you ever have doubts in doing this full time? Well, so the thing is like that, I guess, makes me different from some others is that there are some other people that they work their nine to five or they work their full time job and then they're deciding, OK, I'm going to let this go and make my business full time. I didn't have that choice. I got kicked mm -hmm. out, you know, so yeah. COVID closed that door. So I didn't I didn't have that. Let me figure out what I'm going to do if I'm going to leave my job and start this. So when when that COVID, when when the door closed for my full time and, you know, everything was shut down, you know, everything was shut down for that year or whatever the case is. So I honestly kind of felt like I was floating. Like, I felt like I didn't know where I was going to land. Like, am I going back to the hotel? Am I going to start a new career? Like, I was taking courses online because I was like, I need to develop my resume because I don't know what is going to be the next step for me. You know, mm -hmm. and in the meantime, while I'm figuring it out, I was like, let me just keep pushing my creativity and my art and my paintings and just kind of see if that can just bring in some extra money, not knowing that that would turn into something that's full time. Um, and to answer your other, the other part of your question, uh, yeah, there are times where you, you're like, am I, uh, is this, is this okay? Am I on the right track? You know, I, I have had that moment, have those moments. And there are times where I, I, you know, over a year ago, whatever, I would go to my husband. I'm like, do I need to find a job? Do I need to like, what's happening? And he's just like, no, we're pushing the business. We're pushing the business, you know? Mm -hmm. So having someone who's very supportive is also a big part of me being um, mm -hmm. successful. But, but yeah, what I do now is I do a lot of pop-up markets and those are like, they're like every Saturday, every Sunday, different locations around Tampa Bay and there are other um, small businesses out there that are selling their products and people come and they shop with me. Um, so that's one, that's how I first got my 
Debbie's Artistry out there so people can be familiar with my brand and my product. And then from there, I started getting asked to be in stores. So I'm in a couple of stores now and I have like products in Tampa and St. Pete. And that's just another way to get our product in front of more eyes because me physically, I can't be you know, everywhere at once. And then of course you have online advertising. So that helps. But yeah, I think every business owner, whether you're big or small, has those days where maybe their numbers are not hitting like they want or whatever the case is. But, you know, you just got to remember why you started, what's your goal and where you want to go. And you just got to find a way to keep pushing, basically. Mm -hmm. So what was the moment of breakthrough for you? You've, you talk about the challenges and well, mm-hmm. are those the challenges or the doubts, the challenges, or are, are there other obstacles that make having a business more challenging? Yeah. So some of the challenges, like I, like how I was saying that I do go to market. So the majority of these markets, like 95% are outside and we live in Florida. So in the summer, it's hot and it's rainy. So we can set up in a market and then a downpour comes and we have to pack up. So that means I either made very little money or no money. Mm. And then you also have to think that there are some times where people, you know, you might have a day where it's not a busy day and you don't have a lot of shoppers. And it's like, you might've been depending on making money that weekend to do X, Y, and Z, right? So So those are some of the challenges with dealing with markets. And then I think the other thing is what's really big is marketing. I think marketing is going to be a key for anyone's business that anyone that's starting out is like, you know, you have your social media, but then you have like maybe running ads and word of mouth and just getting, because people are not going to buy from you because they don't know who you are and what you're selling. And I think that's a really big, reason why I was like, I need to get in the face of these people, which is why I would constantly do markets to at least get that going. (laughs) With those challenges, Debbie, what was your moment of breakthrough when you got that first sale, that first dollar? When did you know that, oh, this can work? Girl, okay, so let me tell you about my very first market, (laughs) right? Because up until then, I think my first market was December I don't know, two, two and a half years ago. But but up until then, I was trying to sell online and I would have one sale this month and maybe another sale this month. It was very sporadic, right? Mm-hmm. So my my aunt and I went to a market one day and my aunt was like, you should come out here and have your table set up. And I was like, yeah, okay. And so as I was preparing for the following month, I got cold feet and I was like, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I want to do this. I just want to sell online, even though I wasn't selling anything. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm going to do it. So I had to borrow everything. I borrowed a tent. I borrowed tables. I borrowed chairs because I didn't have any of this stuff. And then I remember the day of I bought a um, like a square where so I can take payments. Like I had somebody meet me at the market and and I paid them. I said, thank you. And I just set it up. So the very first day when people were coming up and they were buying stuff, I was like, "Okay, I could do this. (laughs) You know, I could do this. When's the next one? Where else do I need to go? You know, because first of all, like I'm. I've been in the hospitality industry, so I'm used to interacting with people. I like talking to people. So I was able to meet so many people. And then just having that feedback, like, oh, I've never seen you before. I really like your product. You know, where are you going to be next time? You know, and that that kind of just affirms that, okay, 
this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, and of course I prayed, I was like, you know, Lord, I need you to lead me and and let me know if this is where I need to be and where I need to go. But that first, that first day, I don't even, I probably made maybe like $150. It wasn't anything crazy, but for me, I was just like, man, exactly. Oh, this is great. You know? So I think that was kind of like, all right, we can do this. But even after then, there were still some ups and downs. And, you know, there are some days where I don't do as well as I want, but it's, my husband tells me every day is not Christmas. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. you just kind of have to just keep going. All right. All right, keep husband. Going. Right. Being supportive. Look at, That's look, right. at you, look at him being supportive. <laughs> For real, right? He's like, no, we're pushing this business. And I was like, okay. I mean, now that you've shared what's particularly hard about it, there's a rewarding aspect of having your own business. You're not reporting yeah. somewhere at eight o'clock at nine o'clock. Right. And those are the perks of not having a business. You make your own hours, you move the way that you want, you travel how you want to travel. So far, besides making the sales, what's been more, the most rewarding for you? Would, would you say it's financially or would it be something else? I would say financially, yes, but I also say the freedom, because like you said, I don't have to clock in and clock out for someone else. And it's funny because I know a lot of people are striving and they want want their own business, but it's so funny. I find that I feel like sometimes I'm working more than maybe I was working before in corporate, but it doesn't feel like work because it's for me. And because I love it, I'm passionate about this versus I'm on somebody else's job pushing their dream, you know, and but the good thing about that is that those years working for someone else served their purpose because I was able to learn a lot. And I'm taking a lot of the tools that I learned in sales because I was a sales manager and I'm using it here in my business. So I feel like they're, you know, those, those years were definitely not in vain, but yeah, I do love their freedom because like holiday season for most business owners are crazy. It's super busy for Christmas and gifts and all that stuff. So I was just like here, there, everywhere. I was on the go, go, go. And then, so that, but then right at once Christmas got here, I told, I was like, I'm not doing markets or anything for like the first two weeks of January but I was able to do that versus other people that are like all right January 2nd I have to go back to work you know Mm -hmm. so there are things like that that are rewarding and it kind of makes you like okay this is why I do this and it's funny because I remember before when I was considering like when I was in corporate and I was looking for another job, I remember saying to myself, I'm going to find a job where I don't have to work weekends. And with the industry that I'm in now and I'm doing markets, markets are what every weekend. <laughs> so I'll be out there on the go every weekend, but you know, eventually I'll have employees and they could do that for me. But again, like I said, because of, because I love it, I love what I, what I do. It's, it feels different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's let's transition into talking about why people should support small businesses. Okay. Uh, can you go into Target and purchase something, right? So, I mean, every small business is different, right? And I know for me, when I'm creating something, first of all, it's going to be made by hand, right? A lot of like there are some small businesses that don't make things by hand. They uh, they might buy wholesale and resale. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all types of different businesses and mm-hmm. I'm not knocking any business. Every business is different, right? So 
when I'm, but when I'm creating, I try to make something that's unique. Like, like you're not going to be able to go find this at home goods. You know what I'm saying? Or you're not gonna be able to go find this at target. I want Debbie's artistry to be like home goods where it's like, Oh, where are we going today? Let's go to Debbie's artistry or let's go to Walmart or let's go. You know what I mean? I want to get it to that point where it's a household name, but I want it to be when they think of, my company, they're thinking that, okay, this is something different and unique. The other thing about um, small businesses, besides the fact that they bring a factor of uniqueness, is that I feel like as a small business owner, because it's your passion and it's your dream and it's kind of like your baby, you might put more effort into it than, Mm -hmm. say, somebody working at Amazon or somebody just working at Ross or wherever the case is, right? Because like even when I send out orders like I'm giving I'm writing special notes like like, thank you because for real I really do appreciate the business right and then I also think it's it's special to pour back into local businesses because that's still Mm -hmm. pouring back into your own community Mm -hmm. and it's affecting your community and the people around you versus these other stores that have wherever their headquarters may be you know (laughs) um so and I think you're just you're supporting that person's um dream you know what I mean so I think and even me when I go like Christmas shopping yeah I may get stuff from Amazon like everyone else does but I also still try to go to like the local markets when I can and say okay I'm gonna get this from you I'm gonna get this from you and the thing is like for instance I remember I went to Winter Village where it's basically like a market during holidays Mm -hmm. and I bought um this little it's like it's candles like she makes candles and she made like a little car fragrance but what i liked about it is not only did it smell good not only did she make it but she used natural products like you know she's not going to have all the toxins and all of that stuff that like some of the big companies have if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so that's something else that i think is unique about going to someone local you know exactly what's in it and you know you know it's going to be safe for you so Those are some of the reasons. You were on your local news channel. Mm-hmm. Right. That's when I first saw the variety of different products that you make. Mm-hmm. When you do go into those stores, it, even if you do get something engraved, you don't, these people don't, don't even know who you are. Who, right. You know, like they don't even know where the dollar's coming from. You, you know, you're mm-hmm. just another number, you're just another customer. Right. I like things that have some sort of sentimental value. I have, I don't even know what to call it. It's a Christmas tree that this family gave me when I was back in Tallahassee. I think I babysat for them. They, along with the little girl, made a Christmas tree out of puzzles, like some used puzzles. They added Uh little balls. And then you can see the glue on the side, but they wrote my name on it. Mm -hmm. And they made it with their hands. But I still have it. I still have it. I hang it on my Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. So to me, I can go to the store and buy ornaments and put it on my Christmas tree, but it will never have as much value as this little, I guess it's a Christmas tree. I don't even know what it yeah. is, but they made it in a way for me to hang it on a Christmas right. tree. It was just so special to me. So mm-hmm. now let me speak from the point of view of the consumer. Uh, so let me share this story with okay. you. 
I remember last year I was I wanted to do a headshot and I asked around and then I got some 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 businesses they were small businesses um black owned businesses so I know that I could have just googled which I did I googled and found you know different places around where I live that are closer mm-hmm. but there was this uh, particular photographer. He has a studio somewhere and I want I said okay, I want to go support them. So I called for 2 weeks. Left messages and I got my hair done thinking that I was going to go get my headshots from there and I never heard. Well, was it 2 weeks? It may have been 2 or 3 weeks. Got my hair done just for that so I can get my headshots and mm-hmm. I kept holding off because I wasn't hearing from them I, I kept calling around to see as a backup I probably need to have something else in line mm-hmm. so when I did finally reach someone it was so nonchalant and mm-hmm. I had told them that I, I had been trying to call and do you know that what I needed didn't even have uh, so I waited just so that they can have they can have my business I wanted to go right. so right. I hung up I, I said, ma'am, can I please give you some feedback? And I'm yeah. like, you know, I, I believe in supporting small businesses. And I waited even when you didn't answer, when you didn't re- return my calls, when I left messages. I still waited and I kept calling just because I wanted to go with you guys. I waited all this time just for somebody to casually just answer the phone. It, the, the customer service wasn't even really warm. And I'm like mm-hmm. that, that those are the things that discourage people from supporting small businesses. Although right. I know that not every small business is like that. And I'm only mm-hmm. sharing that so that you can be better, hopefully mm-hmm. the next person. So mm-hmm. on that note, how, how do you stand out from a, somebody else who has several stores and, you know, or has a chain? When it comes to customer service, what makes your business special? First of all, I am sorry you had to deal with that. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I am sorry that you had to deal with that. Um, but for for me, whenever you reach out to Debbie's Artistry, it's always going to be me on the other end because mm-hmm. right now it's just me. <laughs> but I have um, my my background is in hospitality, right? Mm-hmm. Customer service, sales manager at um, at the hotel I was working with. So I know that customer service is important. Like I've had to deal with customers at the hotel where maybe something didn't turn out exactly how they wanted and I had to defuse the situation um but carrying over into Debbie's artistry I know number one I know communication is important in any relationship whether it's romantic a friendship and even like a business relationship right mm-hmm. like and I just kind of try to think of it from as a consumer like when I reach out to a business what is it that I do not like and what is it I like I do not like to wait for a long time, right? I want I want my items as quickly as possible, right? Um, but I and what I do like is I like when someone is understanding. I like when somebody's warm, like you said. I like when they it's like they care. You know what I mean? So I try to just be that person when I'm dealing with customers. And I try to be realistic because I have some items on my website that are already made and ready to go. But then I also have a a lot of my items that are made to order. So I try to be realistic with my time frame. Like online, I'll have processing from, you know, three to five business days. And if I feel like it's going to take longer or whatever the case is, I'll reach out to the client. I have some people that 
reach out to me directly on social media or in person. And they're like, do you do this? Do you do that? Uh, how long will it take? And I just, my thing is, I feel like that, cause there has been times where I'm working on something and maybe um, it didn't come out the way I wanted it to. So I might have to fix it or remake it and I'll let them know. And I feel like they appreciate the fact that I'm saying, Hey, I might need an extra day because I'm telling them versus I'm just, I've just disappeared and they don't know what's going on. Communication is very important and just being honest with clients and just trying to get back to, get back to people as soon as possible and just letting them know what's, what's up. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, customer service can make or break your day. Yes. (laughs) It's very important. Um, So Debbie, as you have family, you have friends and Mm -hmm. It is known that as a business owner, you have people who believe that you can, you might be able to maybe give them a discount or give it to them for free. Do you run into those issues? My family, friends, like I've, they don't really ask me for discounts. For them, it's kind of like they want to support me. Mm. Like I remember I had a show one time and um, my cousin this is my husband's cousin, but you know, now he's my cousin too. So <laughs> he came and his girlfriend came and they wanted to buy something. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to give you um, a little family discount. And he told me, no, he was like, no, I don't, we're here to support you. I, you don't need to give me a discount. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, so my family, they usually want to support me. The only time I'll, somebody may ask for that is if it's like a big order okay. where we'll do like, okay, you're buying like, five or more of the same thing so we'll do like a bulk type of discount which I have no problem doing so I've had people ask about that and you know I'll I'll do that but I don't usually like sometimes I may offer it like I said but I don't people don't usually ask yeah which is good but I do know what you mean though I I've seen situations where you have certain people that are like, hey, hook a sister up or hook a brother up or, you know, whatever the case is. But for the most part, people, I think because they know it's a small business and I'm, you know, I'm pushing this, that they're just there to just kind of be supportive, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, so someone who's listening, probably struggling with that, feeling like they have to offer or they feel pressured to offer a discount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is that? Is it where is it from? Is it do you feel bad? I mean, why did you offer your your cousin and his girlfriend the discount? Did you just genuinely just um, want to give them the discount? Yeah, I think it's because, man, they came all the way out here to support okay. me. They didn't have to do that because they don't live here. They they were from New York. They would happen to be here for the weekend. And so they're like, oh, we want to come out and support you. So it was kind of like I just felt like it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think, though, I could see how maybe sometimes you might feel like obligated, mm-hmm. but I don't think we should. I don't think you should feel obligated to give a discount because at the end of the day, this is your business. And if people want to support you, they want to support you wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and the other thing is, you know, you work so hard that why sh- we shouldn't have to discount our prices or whatever the case is. Not saying that it's a, it's bad to do that. Cause you know, sometimes I may run a sale, Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like if you spend a certain amount with me, you, you'll get a small, um, gift. So there's, there are other incentives, but specifically for what you're saying, like, I don't think you should feel obligated to give a discount to 
um, people. If you want to do that out of the kindness of your heart, then you go for it. But you shouldn't feel obligated to do it. Yeah, and people should understand. I think family and yeah. friends should understand also. It's funny that you say that it's you feel like you're working harder, and it seems like you have a lot of freedom, which you probably do. But mm-hmm. in a regular job, you have so many departments. You have the ones right. that handle transactions. You have the one that push the the stuff out. You have the marketing team. You have mm-hmm. you're the you're doing everything. And Girl, I am stuff. all of the above. Okay, <laughs> all of the above. As I said, I need to hire an assistant or something because. There are some days, cause so you're right. We I do the marketing, right? I have to come up with my prices. I work on my website. Mm-hmm. I um I come up with my schedule for the month, and I have to send that out. And I still have to make stuff, <laughs> right? So there's a lot of like different hats that I have to wear. And there's sometimes where I just want to throw this hat off. Like I don't feel like being on social media today and making a reel. I don't feel like making a mm-hmm. post today. But you know. For the algorithms and all this nonsense, you got to do it, right? <laughs> so it is what it is. You're 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 your own secretary, <laughs> right? Your own secretary. Exactly. <laughs> so, Debbie, how are you tracking the economy? So, how do you try to stay ahead as far as demands? So, for example, next month is mm. Valentine's Day, and so how do you yeah. uh, do you increase marketing, or how do you try to watch and see how people are shopping and I mean what's the math behind it all because I'm pretty sure in small businesses there's a Mm -hmm. have to maybe calculate and pay attention to those things and how they're fluctuating first of all before I even say that I just want to know why is it that I was out Christmas shopping and I started seeing valentine pillows out I was just like come on America (laughs) we need to really relax and stop it so I just want to say that but so, and and that that is a thing. Like when I saw those things, I was like, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. I'm not even done with Christmas. And I have to start thinking about Valentine's Day. And then you have Mother's Day and Easter and these all these things that you're right as when you're in retail or when you're in business, you have to like stay ahead of the trend and all of that. So for me, um, like I have some ideas of things I'm going to roll out for Valentine's mm-hmm. and I need to probably... I need to get it on it because it's going to be here in like two days, it feels like. But I just kind of try to see what's like on, like I like Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of try to see what I have in my product line that I can make and maybe make it geared towards a specific holiday. Like, can I do something with the colors? Can I bring out something that's totally different, totally new? Sometimes I'll do like um, bundles where I put like a bundle together that people can either buy for their loved one or their mother or whatever, that maybe it wouldn't have been offered any other time. So Mm. I try to do different things like that. And then the other thing is like, so like I said, like I'm in a couple of stores and then I have like my own markets and stuff. I also have to look at what's selling the most, what sold the most this time last year, what were people asking for? So that way I can kind of be ahead of the game this year. I'm like, okay, well, they really like this, this, and this. So let me make sure I offer that for this holiday or this month or whatever. Because with business, like you you look at your year over year, like how much did I make last month, last January versus this month? What did I do differently? How can I improve? Like, it's always about expanding and growing and getting to the next level. Like I can be happy, like, yeah, I did great December, but okay, I want to double that this December. So what are the steps I need to take to do that? Like 
I, I don't want to be stagnant. And, and the thing about, I know like a lot of people are very goal oriented, Mm -hmm. right? We want to push and we want to get to this level and this level and this level. And sometimes we forget to take time and look at where we are now and like, okay, where are we now that we weren't last year? What are some of the things that I put on my vision board for 2023 that I have accomplished? Or what are some things that I prayed for last year that I see now? And we're, we're so focused on forward motion, which is not a bad thing, but I think sometimes we kind of have to, I know this is not what you asked me, but this just kind of came to my mind. (laughs) But sometimes we have to kind of stop and say, okay, Debbie, last year you weren't doing this, this, and this. You weren't in stores last year, but you're in stores this year. So be grateful and be thankful. And then, you know, okay. And keep pushing at the same time. So um, we always want to be appreciative of the journey and be appreciative of where we came from and where we are now. And then at the same time, still keep pushing because you don't want to just be still, you know what I'm saying? You want to, I mean, sometimes you want to be still, but you know, you want to keep like expanding and keep growing. So, so with, like you said, Valentine's and Easter and Mother's Day, like I'm already thinking somebody was talking about Mother's Day today. And I was like, oh my God, I got to figure out what I'm doing for Mother's Day. And again, I don't have my my team of people yet because they would be thinking about it for me but no I gotta you know put that hat on and start thinking about the holidays and stuff so it's just a lot of things to juggle but but yeah it's just a part of the game it's a part of being business owner so juggling well I think the story behind you starting the business I think that's what people could appreciate even more because we understand the process of how you're because I, I don't think it's just about pushing products, pushing products. I think the process is also important. And the fact that you have a story that people know, this is how you lunch. This is why you have to lunch, you know, the business. Now that you've lunched it, you're thriving and and loving it. So what is the end goal for the business? I definitely want to expand. Um, uh, People have asked me if I want to have my own store. Um, It's something that I may consider at some point. But I would just need someone to man that store, you know, because I can't man the store and make the product. So but, you know, but but to answer your question, yes, as of now, I want to continue to have spaces in store right now. The good thing is that I have a spot in these stores and I have my products and I want to continue that. Like I want my products to be all over Florida, but all over the U.S. Like I don't want it to just be limited to Tampa. I want Debbie's artistry to be nationwide. So that is definitely the goal. And I do plan on opening other businesses as well. So it's not just going to be my home decor products. It's going to be other products coming soon, coming to a city near you. I will definitely (laughs) let you know. Um, But yeah, those are definitely some of the goals. Like I'm always, my mind is always like spinning. Like I told my husband the other day, I was like, I want to do this, this, and this, this. And And then he looked at me and then he was like, okay, so this is what you need to do if you want to do this, this, and this. Because he, he knows I'm always coming to him and I'm just like, okay, next I want to try this and I want to do this. <laughs> but that's, yes. he, he knows. He married me. He knows. <laughs> I remember you sharing when you guys started dating. Did you guys start dating during COVID? So our first date, speaking of which, was January 15th, 2020. Yesterday. Yes. Yeah. So yesterday we ce- we celebrate our first date 
every year we have our like first date anniversary. So we went back to the restaurant where we had our first date. But um, but yeah, so January 15, 2020 was our first date. And then we started, you know, seeing each other. And then I remember March 15th. Imagine that. So March 14th, I got the call from my hotel that I was being furloughed. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? You know, dang, this started COVID, you know, it's taking over. And then the next day, March 15th, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And then after that, I was like, oh, so are we quarantining together? And, you know, of course, he's just like, ah, I just met you. (laughs) But but we can't quarantine, buddies. (laughs) And that just, and I figured like, hey, we can be around each other this much then and we survived you know then it's meant to be so after so that's kind of how it started it started right before covid and then we just been going strong ever since so you know debbie i can imagine kudos to him you know imagine somebody who doesn't have the same support so how -hmm. can you encourage someone out there who's thinking about starting a business has Mm -hmm. starting a business but they are not seeing the the flow and the income um, or the support, because there's one thing to not see the the earning, but mm-hmm. you don't have the support. I can imagine how much more difficult that it could be to keep going. So right. what would you say to someone who's facing those challenges now? So it's definitely important to get connected. Um, one thing in this journey is like, I have my husband and I'm super grateful for him. Um, I also have, I've also been connected to other people that are like-minded, like they have their own business as well. Um, Like I have a couple of people that we talk almost every day and they have their own business and they're doing it full-time. And then I I know some people that they have their full-time job and then they have a business on the side. And we talk and we share ideas. We ask each other questions because there's some things that I'm stronger in than they are and vice versa. There are certain things that they're stronger in. So we bounce ideas. We learn from each other. We ask questions. We Sometimes we meet up and have lunch. And I feel like having that connection with someone else that is also in a similar journey is so important because not only can you learn from them, but they can also encourage you because there's times when I'm just like, Oh my God, what's happening? What's going on? I didn't do well this week. Ah, what's going on? And then my friend will be like, Debbie, it's going to be okay. You know, we may cry together and then we pick each other up and then we're like, okay, let's keep going. So that support of someone in your line of work too is also important. So I would definitely say like connect with other people because I'm sure that you can find somebody, you know, Facebook has different groups. They have tons of groups. You can find people type in small businesses or that kind of thing. Um, I've I've been connected with like Tampa Bay vendors because I'm in Tampa. So once you start connecting with people that can lift you up when you're down and you can lift them up, that definitely creates a bond and that definitely will help during that time. Because you can't, being by yourself is tough. Mm. It's, it's definitely tough. It's not impossible, but you it's good to have somebody else there that you can talk to from time to time. Whether you're single or not, you don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be a spouse or a girlfriend or boyfriend. Just somebody else you can talk to. Mm-hmm. The two takeaways for me. Well, by the mm-hmm. way, I'm. Go- I want to post. I think that was a cool interview. By the way, with the local station, it was with the channel. What was it? So I did two. There, the most recent one was Fox 13 News. Was okay. that the one in December? It was in December. Oh, you did one last month. Yeah, I did one oh, last cool. month. Oh, okay. I'll, so I, I want to post both of them because okay. they, 
if you but the first the first one is where you laid out so many different products yeah uh -huh. that, that, that yeah. was my first time finding out that you had so many different you know um pieces that you work on uh but I think the two the my two takeaways from the interview is what you said about the community when you shop small businesses you're supporting mm -hmm. those businesses in your community yeah. and that money is staying in your community that's one right. reason why you should shop with your local businesses with your small businesses uh mm -hmm. number two I keep thinking about those groups because I love to bring people together. I love to, you know, shower people, especially, you know, families and couples. So I'm thinking about those people who, you know, this new trend where the couples would go and get a Airbnb and it's like a, a group of maybe eight couples. I had a cousin who's, who, who oh, did couples that. Couples retreat kind of thing. Um, like I, I guess it's a retreat. I guess they go away for a weekend and then they have a dinner and they have, and then sometimes they give each other gifts. And I yeah. feel like as opposed to going to, you know, I'm not knocking those stores, but again, do you have no idea who's making the, who's mm -hmm. adding that stuff together and although it may come in bulk but to have a story to say that i this i got this locally made and this is right. the story behind it and sometimes you can even see the process you get to mm -hmm. speak to the person who's making the product yeah. to see this is what i want i want it this way make yeah. sure you know i just think that's just very special and yeah. I'm excited to see what you're going to come up. I'm not going to ask you to share yet for <laughs> next month, but I, I'm excited to see what you're going to come up with for Valentine's Day. So if people are interested, they call you directly or you have your, your you have your information on the website. Yeah, they can. Um, when you go to debbiesartistry.com, there's a contact page. And when you fill that out, it goes to me directly and it goes to my email. So I am usually unless I'm busy or something, I'm usually pretty good about replying, responding right away because I don't want people waiting around. So so there's that way, or you can contact me on social media as well and just send me a DM, but those are the ways to contact me. Okay. All right. Well, I hope that you continue to make pieces. I think I'm definitely going to talk to you about that, the pedal. I don't know what yeah. I want to, uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know what I want to do yet. But I think okay. that's pretty cool because it's just sitting in a bag because I'm it's so so dry and I'm so scared that it's mm -hmm. just gonna just deteriorate. Yeah, yeah, because it's so thin. I feel like if I just yeah. touch it, it'll just fall apart. So I feel like I need to hurry up and do something with it because it's it's very I remember those roses and you know it's very special to me. So I think I may want to do something with it. So do, you, so do you have the rose itself in its fullness or do you have petals? I have the rose, but it's been in a bag and I don't okay. I'm scared to okay. touch the bag. I don't want to, okay. cause I don't even know what it looks like right now. Cause, okay. <laughs> cause I had to travel with it from Tallahassee. <laughs> it's gotcha. been moved around a lot. So I'm a little nervous about what it looks like. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, I, regardless, I'm not going to use the entire rose, but at least a few petals. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. But Debbie, thank you so much. Like, that was really exciting. It was very fun. I'm going to post your the interviews and I'm going to post your... Well, can you also share the names of the... For people in the Tampa area so that can, they can know where the markets are if they're interested in going to shop and pick okay. it up at that, at that time. But you don't have to wait and order. And so I, if you can share that with me, then I'll also add that in the show notes. Okay. You want me to text it to you or message you? Okay. Yeah. I can. Yeah. You can share it with me. Uh, but thank you so much, Debbie, for your time. 
Um, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Same here. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, for those of you out there with small businesses, I encourage you to tell your story uh, because your story makes a difference in how people receive the product. So as always, I am here learning right along with you. So until next time, bye. Bye.